Coming to you from San Pedro, California, the Blake and Chasen Show. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to another fantastic show. This is the Blake and Chasen Show. To the left of me is my co-host, Chasen McNaughton. Hello. Hello, and today we're going to have a little bit, you know, different vibe of this podcast. Usually we're, you know, messing around, joking with you guys and whatnot, but we're actually doing stuff outside of this podcast, especially with Chasen, which we're going to talk about right now. But the main thing we want to talk about in today's podcast is how to succeed, like succeed when you're young, and how to get ahead of the curve of everyone going into college and whatnot. So, do you want to tell them what you yeah, started when so you're 19 years old? I just want to tell you how easy it is to make money. It, okay. it really is easy, and all you have to do is take a risk. Okay. So I was in, I was in high school. I was a horrible, horrible student. Okay. I. I failed, you know, most of my classes got, I got expelled from three different schools. I was an awful, awful kid. So I graduate high school and I was a spoiled kid. My parents paid for all my shit. I didn't have to get a job and I didn't really know much about money and how to make money. I I didn't really have a future plan for me. Mm -hmm. So it all started and this is kind of strange and unorthodox, but me, my girlfriend and I were in South Coast Plaza, which is a huge mall in Southern California. Yeah, it's probably it's one of the nicest malls little, that there is. Yeah, there's a lot of luxury stores there. There is. Sure. It's a nice store. And so, I mean, my girlfriend and I were dating for a long time. So we, you know, had this vision of, you know, oh, let's get a house. Let's do this. Let's do that. So we go in this furniture store and it was called, oh gosh, it was called. It was it was like natural wood furniture. It was super modern. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like what's that one store where it um, it's super like rustic restoration and hardware. Restoration. It was kind of okay. like restoration hardware. Okay, yeah, but a little more expensive. So we went in there and we picked out all the stuff we wanted for our house, and ended up being like twenty five thousand dollars. So that number always stuck with me. It was like okay, I need to make. How can I make $25,000? Like, I needed to make $25,000. So, coincidentally, my dad, who's in commercial real estate, he had a um, he had a, a commercial property in Newport Beach, California, which is, is, is a super touristy town. It's, you know, there's a lot of tourism, a lot of people, especially in the summertime. Oh, yeah. So, he had a vacant building there. And, you know, that's where my girlfriend lived. She lived down in that area. So... I was like, one day I came home, I was like, Dad, you know, that building's just sitting there. What if I, you gave me some money and I opened up a bike shop there? And, you know, he was, of course, hesitant because he knows how, you know, what a bad, a bad child I was. He probably, you know, didn't think I you know, knew what to do. Yeah. But I did have a little, a little, you know, history or experience in business because all I would play as a kid are those tycoon games. Oh my you ever play those tycoon games? Yeah. You like actually... Rollercoaster Tycoon. You got to set the prices. You got to yeah, do this. You gotta keep I mean, the those are, running. those games are so they're very beneficial i feel like i learned a lot of my business i got a lot of my business experience through those tycoon games so i i kind of i knew generally how to run a business so i i wrote up a little business plan blah 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 Mm -hmm. i said all right i need 20 um i think it was yeah twenty thousand dollars to open this bike shop yeah and i ran the numbers down with him blah, blah blah he was like all right fine i'll do it Mm-hmm. So we he writes me a check. I order the bikes, do all the get the LLC, do all that kind of stuff, and I 
get it going in about 10 days. Mm-hmm. So I open up entire business in 10 days. That's how easy it is. You can think of something and you can actually get it opened in less than two weeks. Yeah, no, it's possible. It's, it's easy. It's really easy. So I did it. And of course it was, it was in July and August. Those are the months I did it. And that's the busiest time of the year. So of course I made a lot of money and, um, I paid him back. I, it was in the first, I think it was 10 days. I paid him back the full amount of money and that two months I had it and just profit. I made about $60,000 and I even got luckier before, because I was going off to college that that following year, so I had to either sell it or just close it down and sell all my inventory. So I got a business broker, had it listed, and it sold. This Chinese guy came in, wrote me a check for a hundred thousand dollars. That that is ridiculous. So I'm 19 years old, about to go to college, mm-hmm. and I just made over a hundred thousand dollars. That's unbelievable. And then of course the government takes like half of it, but. You know, it's like, wow, like, I did that. Then the next year, that guy who paid, who gave me that money, went out of business, just left. He didn't know what the, what the fuck he was doing. Mm-hmm. And then I come in and just take it back over, make it better. And now, you know, I'm here sitting here in college right now, and I'm basically getting checks every month. That's unbelievable. So, I mean, it's, it's really easy. You just got to, you just got to do it. You yeah. just, you think, of, a lot of people think of something, but they don't do it. You have to, if you think of something that's good, and a lot of times people come to me and they're like, you know, I have an idea to do this, I have to do that. It's usually a good idea, but they just don't do it. No, yeah. I think the main problem is people are not willing to take risk these days. You know? They're not willing to take risk. And that's no. the sad thing about this country. And unfortunately with, you know, the government that we've had to open a small business, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. But I mean, when I look around at the people I graduated high school with and, you know, people my age and whatnot, they don't seem to have the drive. Have you noticed that? Like, I don't know if I'm like around the wrong people. I mean, I try yeah. not to be around the wrong people. I try to hang out with people that are successful and usually a little higher than me so that mm-hmm. I can strive. To, I mean, that's, yeah. That's one key thing I've always learned through reading and my successful peers is they always say, do not hang out with people that are with you. You want to hang out with the people that are higher than you because you'll naturally start acting like them. Well, what I've always heard is you are who you hang out with. Oh, yeah. And that is so true. If you want to be successful, but you're hanging around people who are just getting high and fucked up all day long, you're yeah. not going to be successful. No. They're just going to bring you down. No way. You have to surround yourself with people, with, with good people who have, you know, ambition and they, they strive to be successful. Yeah, but I, I just don't know what it is with, you know, today's world and whatnot. Not only is the government making it hard on these people that are willing to, you know, start businesses and whatnot, but these people just don't care I think they think it's going to be too hard to, you know, be different, too hard to be yeah. successful, too hard to make, you know, break through that wall, that invisible wall that everyone's like, oh, there's no way this will work. There's no way I can do this. There's no way I can find the money for this. There's no way, you know, I could. There's pay a, there's a way to do everything. There's a way to do everything. I think people are too scared to fail. Too scared to fail. And I think with anything in life to be successful, you cannot be too scared to well, fail. Well, if you look at the most successful people, oh. they've all had so many things they've done 
and have been unsuccessful and failed at. I mean, substantial failures. I mean, look at Steve Jobs. Look at you know Richard yeah. Branson, Myra Cuban. You all these got, people. You failed. have to take chances. You have to take chances. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just. I don't know what it is. I mean, some well, people it's like have a, it though, a, a, it, and it could be like that because I mean, like like uh, some of the students that were at our school last year, they mm-hmm. graduated and now they're just doing nothing. Yeah. Okay. That's that's another good topic you're bringing up right now. You know, I'm not going to mention any names or whatnot. And you know, I don't even think it's bad of them. I just me personally, if I'm going to school for four years, there's no way in hell I'm working a desk job going out of here. No. No. There's just not, and you know. I don't know if that's just me being, you know, an asshole about it, saying, oh, there's no way I can do this. I, I just honestly can't. I just, I cannot see myself sitting behind a desk working for someone. Mm-hmm. I have to be owning something. I mean, yeah. everyone in my family owns something and has started something. Mm-hmm. They don't work for anyone. Everyone in my family works for themselves. And it's because they put themselves in that position. There's no better feeling than being your own boss. Oh. If, you're, if you're your own boss, you can do anything. Oh, yeah. You know, one week you can work, the next week you can say, fuck it, I'm going to go to Tahiti, I'm going to go to Bora Bora. You, you want to be your own boss. Yeah, but to go or back... Or at least get a high-paying job, you know? Don't be yeah. don't be working at, you know, some fast food joint or some minimum wage job. It's... Yeah. it's but, you know... No one should be doing that. You know, there are two different types of people. There really are. There There's are. the people that are constantly striving for something better than what they are, and then there's the people that are content with where they're at. Mm-hmm. Which brings me back to how you got into this subject of, you know, people that are just content about being in their desk and whatnot. It's... That is the point where you choose, do I want to work harder to get to something I've always wanted, or do I want to just sit here and not really care? Yeah. Because, ultimately... If you're not working hard to something and what you want to do, at the end of the line, you're working towards someone else's dream. Really? Yeah. I mean, think about it. If I'm working for Chase and I'm not really working towards my dream, I'm, yeah. I'm helping him. Yeah, that's very true. So, I mean, I think what I mean, there's two different types of people. There's the people that are the go-getters and there's the people that are just the sheep. And there's not many go-getters. There's not. I mean, it, like you said, it is very easy to succeed. And it's very easy. It's very easy. All it takes is an idea. Yeah. Anyone will give you the money. If you have a good idea, anyone, any bank, I mean, most individuals' money, it's so easy to get money. That's not the issue. The issue is just you mentally telling yourself, I'm going to do this. Yeah. You know, I think people are lazy. They're they fucking are lazy. lazy. They're very lazy. And you know what I love about lazy people? Is they don't they don't aspire to be anything else. But see, yeah, I love lazy people. Exactly. Because it makes it easier these, for you and I. Well, exactly. I mean, and we need people to work, you know, for us and exactly. help us. And, you know, but I mean, those people could be happy too. Oh, no. I mean, there, there's nothing negative about what they do. You know, maybe these people actually do want to be you know, fast food workers or people sitting behind a desk and whatnot. And, and that's fine. It's just with me, I could never see myself doing it, but that's what mm-hmm. I, that's what I'm talking about when everyone is at a different level and what they're striving to do for me. For example, I'm nowhere near to having a hundred thousand dollars in my bank, but even the thought of having a hundred thousand dollars does not make me happy. I, I want more. I want to, yeah, I want to be always want to you know, strive for plus, more, you know, and I, right now, I have, I would say, decent amount of money compared to a lot of my friends. I I'm mean, sure. obviously not you, but 
the people I went to high school with, I, it's substantial. And, w- and whenever I go home and, you know, I hang out with these people, they're constantly like, oh, why don't we just get this because I can't afford it? And it makes me think it's like, what are they not doing that they're saying that? You know, yeah. but then you look at their Snapchat and everything, and they're just smoking weed. And well, they get yeah, fucked up he, here's day. a big thing too. During high school, I was the biggest owner, and you, you smoked a lot of weed too, Blake, right? Yeah, I did my and, fair share. I mean, I had a at my parents' house. I had a full garden mm-hmm. with yeah, you told me plants. About mm-hmm. I mean, a full. Yeah, I called it Scotch Farms, <laughs> and I'd harvest it and all that shit and smoke it. And at the time, I was like, wow, this is fucking great. I'm getting high every day. You know, I'm not, you know, it, it was, it, it's a great lifestyle. But, and I never even thought about quitting. I was like, you know, I'm just going to smoke my whole life. Like, this is great. Yeah, I'm fine. But mm. once I quit smoking weed, yeah, that's kind of when it, my mind opened up. And it was like, wow, this is the real world. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You are so much more motivated. No, yeah. I mean, that kind of goes back to my high school experience. I mean, I did that stuff here and there. Everyone always experiments to some extent. Luckily, I never did anything else besides weed and whatnot because who knows where I would have turned out now. But it just one day, it just struck me. It's like, God, I, rem- I remember sitting there and a bunch of my other friends were doing it. And I'm just like thinking, this is not where I want to be. This is not what I want to do in my life. And th- th- I just stopped. And ever since then, it's been well over four years since the last time mm-hmm. I've smoked pot. These people are still doing it this day and are struggling in community college and are now content with working at Home Depot. Yeah, yeah. I shit you not. So, I mean, it really is true to what my parents were saying. You don't want to hang out with one of those people and whatnot. So, I think you just have to really... There's a time frame where you need to hit this. I'm going to call this the Blake theory. If you don't catch that successful, wanting to be successful bug between the ages of, I would say, like 17 to 20 something, you're not going to do it. Mm. You know, and a lot of people, that doesn't mean like, well, what about the people that start business at 33 and whatnot? They've had that bug since the beginning, but they may have been working towards it to get to that point, you know? But, I mean, there there comes to a point where you need to figure out what you want to do with your life. And these people, I don't know what they're doing. I really do. And they're always asking me, oh, well, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I feel pathetic talking about it because I but really— But, Blake, we need those people, you know? <laughs> That's how life works, that we need those people to, you know, work for the go-getters. Yeah. I mean, it's a sad, fucked-up thing. And that's what I was just talking to Tallulah about the other day. I was like, she was telling me how some of her friends were— you know, not doing anything. And she was telling me how bad she felt. And she was wondering why they're doing this. And I told, I seriously told her, I was like, well, you know what, Tulu? That's just how it is. But ultimately, it only helps you mm-hmm. because it only makes it easier for you to succeed and step over them. It's a harsh thing, but it's so true. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you don't want everyone running for the finish line. You want the people that are slacking and whatnot and getting lost. And so you can make it easier, you know. So yeah. that's how the world works. <sighs> it's just... um I mean, it's no secret. I mean, there's so much information out there. I mean, if you don't know how to work a computer, you can figure out how to work a computer. You don't know how to work a cell phone, you can figure out a cell phone. It just comes down to you and how bad you want it. You know, just like working out. doesn't happen overnight. And, you know, it sounds redundant, all the stuff I'm saying, but this matter of it is, no one does it. Hmm. Very few people do it, especially people under 23 years old. Do you know anyone else doing this? 
No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no one does. No one no. does. And but it, there's no better feeling than spending your own money. And people oh. say money. They say people say you know, money doesn't buy happiness. I. I don't know. Money buys you stuff like travel. I we love to travel, right? Oh, I love traveling. And you need money to go travel places. Yeah, and you know, it, it's no that that brings in a thing that I've always firmly believed. Everyone was always telling me money doesn't bring you happiness, and I don't. I think it does. I really think it does. You know, it does because, like he said, I love traveling. He loves traveling. How am I going to do that without having money? You know. Um, it's just, there really is no better feeling than spending your own money. And the funny thing is the people that always tell me money doesn't bring you happiness are the people that don't have money are the people that do not have money. There is no nobility in being poor whatsoever. You don't ever hear someone going around saying, I am so proud of being poor. No, no, never, never. So, I mean. I'm not saying money is the sole source of being happy. I'm just saying it definitely plays a huge factor. Well, yeah, money will buy happiness, but it won't buy love. No, but it does open up a lot of doors. It opens for you. up a lot of doors. So, I mean, that's just a little something interesting for you guys this evening to listen over. I know this is more of a serious topic for you guys tonight, but we felt it was needed because we've been joking around with you guys a lot. We but have. Interesting story from Chasen and whatnot. So, and funny thing is, Chase and I just got our, actually our California real estate licenses this past June. And mm-hmm. the funny thing about that was, we didn't even study we, on that. Day. I don't. Oh, I'm not going to say how you know. Oh well, the, I'm not going to tell the you know you know some people from the you know California real estate. Uh, Association, whatever they're called, yeah. that could be listening. So I don't want to say how easy it was for me to slide through, slide on through, but it was easy. Yeah, it was and real estate, it's hard. It's hard. I don't oh recommend everyone doing it. You need to have con- and to me, you need to have connections prior to getting involved. Oh, or it's gonna yeah. be extremely hard, especially as a younger person, yeah. to go out there and sell some houses. Yeah, but we'll go into more about that and where we're at in a couple episodes from now. We're gonna bring it up with you know more funny stuff in the next couple podcasts, and we'll give you a little follow up on. What we did to get our real estate licenses, how hard it was, what we had to do to get there and whatnot, and where we're at now with it. But we'll talk about that in a few episodes ahead for you guys, for the people that do care to know about it. But thanks again, everybody, for listening to tonight's podcast. We really appreciate it. Go ahead and give us a subscribe and rate us. In the and comment. throw us a comment. Throw us a comment. We love We'd comments. We really appreciate it. So thanks again, everybody, and have a happy, happy Friday.